Moving too fast. What do I mean by that? Moving too fast. Well, if you've ever been a relationship in a relationship and you kind of thought to yourself, "Hey, maybe I'm, we're moving too fast," then that's exactly what I'm talking about. But you know, I wanted to talk here. I actually have my wife. I usually talk about her, letting you guys know that I'm on my way to go pick her up while I'm recording this. But today we're actually chilling at home. It's raining out. It's windy out in Southern California. Surprise, surprise. And uh, we we're going through a certain situation here with a close relative of ours, and we want to just hit on some points and kind of talk about it out loud of moving too fast and in a relationship. So I guess let's do let's do it this way. Let's talk about the do's and the don'ts of going moving too fast in a relationship. What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Life Advice that is good for life where I go to pick up my wife from work. But today I'm actually not going to pick her up and I'm not uh, trying to give advice. We're going to give advice. My wife is right here with me. Say hello, everybody. Hello, say... everybody. Okay. Actually, I was saying just say hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> so my wife is here joining me and we want to talk about a certain situation that we're going through. I don't know if you want to explain what it is or if you want to just talk about moving too fast in a relationship. We can just talk about moving too fast in a relationship. All right, so we're not going to talk about the situation, but um, I guess I'll do it, and we're not going to say who it is or what it, or who this person is. But let's just—I uh, want to give you guys context of what I'm talking about, and so—and I'm sure everybody, every one of us listening in, uh, if we haven't gone through this, uh, eventually we might, and that's we find somebody, we meet somebody, we start liking somebody, and we start getting uh, getting to know each other and then we start getting these butterflies in our stomachs <laughs> and then we start thinking about I wonder what what their name would be like if they had my last name and then you start saying their name and <laughs> using your last name out loud did? yes that's exactly what I did and you know and you just start talking to each other and you f- eventually fall in love with each other but this certain situation that we're talking about uh there's there's a lot of things a lot of things that come into play that are a little tricky and I guess we can't really say too much about it just because we've we ourselves haven't never gone through it but it involves kids it involves a divorce and that's all I'm going to say about that but uh that being said you know I was just telling her before we started recording the recording this I was telling you babe that you know, I feel like sometimes people just, they don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. So they find somebody and then they tend to kind of, as soon as they get to know them, they they tend to move a little bit too fast. They start liking them and then next thing you know, they're coming over. Spending the night. Spending the night. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, all oh, their toothbrush is in the bathroom and now their clothes is in the drawers. Mm. And they start moving in little by little. But um, we kind of didn't have that experience ourselves because we lived on the other side of the country. 
from each other, but um, I think for the most part, we did move a little too fast moving mm-hmm. into each other, but we still took... Moving in together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but we still took our time. Luckily, you know, we had that chance to get to know each other a little bit more mm-hmm. without being physically together. But yeah. um, so the do's and don'ts of moving too fast in a relationship, what would you say a do well, I wouldn't move fast, okay. <laughs> so I wouldn't really say the do's and the don'ts. I think it's just best to, to tell people the dangers of moving too fast, maybe, if you want to take that approach. Um, it, it's just like exactly like what you said, and I agree 100%. I think, you know, when you meet someone and they seem perfect, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody shows their best colors, uh, they, they show, and we show, I'm, I'm going to include myself in that because I've done this myself. You know, we show um, the best versions of ourselves to the other person. Or we at least, I've heard it said, you pretend to be who you truly want to be, right? So you, like, are whatever, showering every day, you're, um, you know, looking Which cute you know. every day. Because <laughs> <Yes>, I do. <laughs> Sometimes. <no. laughs> um, you know, you're doing all these things to, like seem like the best person you can possibly be, which, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I think it's a natural human tendency that we all tend to do because you want to impress the other person. You want to show the other person that you're you're good and all that. A normal person would do that. A psychopath would completely lie about who they are, like in the case Dirty John, where we just uh, watched that, that um, show and heard of the podcast, but that's another story for another day. Um... So where I'm trying to go with this is people are going to show you the best versions of themselves and it's not always the truth, right? So I think it's easy for someone to fall in love with that false representation of the other person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's the danger of that? Can you tell me? What well, would you suggest to somebody that's moving fast? I think just keeping in mind like, okay, you know what? I'm showing the other person my best version of myself they're probably showing me the best versions of themselves like it's not going to be like this all the time Mm. um i think that's when people start getting infatuated and thinking like oh my gosh this person's the best thing that has ever happened they're god sent and maybe they are god sent but don't i would i would warn someone to not be naive thinking like that it's always going to be like that or don't think that this person doesn't have any issues or doesn't have any baggage from previous relationships Mm -hmm. or anything like that because we all do unfortunately Mm -hmm. we all carry baggage we all carry experiences that you know have shaped us into who we are for the good and bad um so basically not not to jump into something just because it's like oh no everything seems really good it's been going really well for three months like let's move in together Mm -hmm. or whatever like pretty much not to just go by what's on the surface Mm -hmm. really understand that there's more than what lies on the surface and that this person you know just like any other human has issues whether they're minor or big but there's some things there that they're not showing yet Mm. very well said ma'am thank you you're welcome I agree with exactly what, with what you're saying. I, I didn't think of it that way of how we do put on a front. We put on this mask before or before we meet each other and after we meet each other. You know, we continue to do to put on this 
show in the front, while in the back where obviously it's where our real personality lies. And so I like to take it towards uh, the spiritual side of things, which is something that I wish you and I had done, but really remain abstinent Mm. from intimacy, Mm -hmm. sexual activity, and really would have had just waited for for marriage. And I know that's pretty weird to say in this day and age, but mm-hmm. I think there's there's a reason why some of our, if not parents, our grandparents, why they did it and why they waited until marriage. And if you notice, they are, they are the ones that usually have long marriages that mm-hmm. last for a lifetime for a reason, yeah. you know, and... They don't have divorces every single, uh, or a high rate of divorce every year like mm-hmm. we have now, because I think that we live in a society where it's not only acceptable to have sex before marriage, but it's actually kind of encouraged mm. to do so, and also to um, make it normal that hey, it's it's okay that you're you're getting a divorce. It's mm-hmm. normal. Everybody's doing it. You know, you don't last too long in a marriage, so might as well just jump from relationship to relationship and marriage to marriage. But there is there is uh, an antidote, I believe, to that, and that's abstinence before before marriage. And I know it's difficult to do it because I I didn't do it, and we didn't do it. But I think the lights are flickering, great. And mm-hmm. I think I think would definitely help though. And doing so, I I wish we would have done something to that, to that measures, and I wish we would have had that sort of discipline. But I think, for the most part, in doing abstinence, I think it reveals a lot of things. Like one, you get to know who that person is truly. Mm-hmm. You know, as for when you just fall into the intimacy part before marriage, you kind of. Unfortunately, you're already into this bondage mm. together where it's now 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 not only emotional but now it's physical mm. and so it's it makes it that more difficult to to separate from each other, but with abstinence, you get to know them you don't have that that bondage with the other person or that physical distraction or that physical distraction, so you get to know them on a deeper level and more intimate level. And you get to, you have that discipline there and you get to realize, hey, you know what? I think I want to marry this person and it's going to be amazing when we do and it's going to be amazing when we have sex <laughs> with abst- with a whole, however long of abstinence. And, you know, we've heard stories too, at least I have, I've heard stories of some people at church have actually done that. They've, mm-hmm. like Josh and Andrea, mm-hmm. oh, that's our pastor that married us, they did that. They waited I don't know how long, but they abstained from sex and they didn't live with each other. Mm-hmm. And they seem pretty happy from what I've seen. But mm-hmm. anyways, I digress. Mm-hmm. Right. So it sounds like the the main thing is um, not moving on too fast and into, you know, rushing into being intimate uh, sexually with another person. Um, 
and then which you know like you mentioned i like how you you kind of painted that picture of now their toothbrushes in the bathroom now their clothes is in the closet right so mm -hmm. and and you're right like i think in today's society we've become desensitized to that that's wrong mm -hmm. um and a lot of our a lot of your listeners aren't going to agree with that um and that's okay everybody maybe, has their own not. opinions right um but the, it just it just becomes more complicating when complicated when it's it you know the physical aspect is thrown into the mix mm -hmm. exactly like how you said now there's like a bond with this other person and it's harder to detach and and when you break up it's more of a heartbreak because mm -hmm. you know you've now had the spiritual and physical connection with them mm. um this oneness that is only intended to be in marriage mm -hmm. with god and with your your spouse so preach it thank you <laughs> so it's just it's really difficult to speak about this stuff even now because like i said it's society like you mentioned mm -hmm. encourages this type of behavior unfortunately but i think now is a time for people who have similar beliefs to us to just speak out and if you see a friend or a family member that you love you know not attacking them as a person but not encouraging their behavior and if you don't have the courage to say hey like do you think you're moving a little too fast maybe just don't encourage it by like asking about it and and i don't know every situation is different but in my situation it's I am right now in that dilemma where at what point do I say something? Do I have mm -hmm. a right to say something? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I love this person and I don't want them and their children to get hurt. I think they're moving too fast. Is it even my business? You know, so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, just it's something to think about if you are in a relationship or thinking about getting into a relationship maybe just really sit down with the person and say hey this this is what i'm thinking like is it just you know we're gonna go out on dates one you know every once in a while or whatever be on the same page and then stick to your boundaries i think it's easier to set those boundaries early on and if you say you know i have a no, don't sleep over policy or you know whatever boundary you want to have set those boundaries before the relationship progresses much further and you're distracting me with that sorry drinking coffee with your spoon <laughs> um set those boundaries early on and stick to those boundaries because trust me it is much more difficult to try to backpedal from any activity you're currently doing now that you want to change rather than setting those boundaries earlier on and sticking to those yeah yeah. All right. Thank you so much, ma'am, for stopping on by and for being my guest. You're welcome. This Thank is, you for having me. You're welcome. This is my first guest ever on this, by the way. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So I hope you guys found that valuable. If you did, please let me know in the review section below. Give me a five-star rating or whatever you want, really. And uh, let me know if you liked this episode or any other episodes. Let that us know you're... you want me back. Yeah, and let us know if you want her back. <laughs> Thank you. Catch you guys later.